Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. Welcome to the single series. This has been a series that I have been wanting to record for a really long time. It's been on my heart. It's been needed. I have so many of you reaching out to me about mine and Max's story and how I navigated my season of single. And I was like, I have to record this. And it seems a little bit crazy that I am recording this after I am married. But I also think it's so important that I am because I've been where you have been. And I just want to be super clear that this series isn't just for my single ladies. I mean, of course, all my single ladies, this is for you. And if you have a friend navigating a season of single right now, trying to find herself, feeling really discouraged, please do me a favor and send this series to her because after this four-part series, you are going to feel like a whole new woman with a new outlook on life and excitement of dating again or excitement of finding yourself. But again, isn't just for my single ladies. If you are wanting to deepen your relationships, if you're wanting to have a better relationship with your partner, if you're navigating coming out of a divorce and you're not even interested in dating, this series is going to be for you. And you're going to understand why once I start to dive in and address different things. So I just want to give you a rundown of what we're going through over the next four weeks. So every Friday for the next four weeks, we are going to have a single series, part one, two, three, and four. This episode, we're navigating embracing singlehood and finding yourself while also finding a partner. Next week, we're overcoming the pressure of timelines because like, let's be honest, they literally just suck and they suck all the life out of you and they hold us back from so much. So we're overcoming that in week two. Week three, we're going to talk a little bit about not letting where you're at now determine where you are going. And then we're going to end with a special episode specifically for being divorced, for navigating divorce, navigating the stigma around it, and also dating after you've been divorced because it's a whole new ball game. And that is an episode that I'm going to bring in a special guest for just to help support me and honestly to have a conversation where I want you to feel 
seen, heard, understood. I want you to feel like you're sitting across the table from two best friends where you're like, yes, everyone in this episode just understands me and understands where I've been at. So that's a little rundown of what the next month is going to look like. Like I said, send this to your single BFF, maybe somebody struggling in her relationship right now to make a decision because this is going to be for you. So in episode one, I want to talk about embracing singlehood and finding yourself while you're also trying to find somebody else. Can you do both at the same time? Does one have to go before the other? I'm ready to dive in. Um, First part is I want to talk about singlehood because I think in the movies, we see singlehood as single and thriving, right? We're single, we're having fun, life is kind of messy, we're out dancing, all the drinks. I experienced a very different season of singlehood. So that might be your season right now. And if that's for you, I love that so much for you. My season of single was a lot of fear and a lot of ugly crying and what did I do? And I can't believe that I got myself in this situation. I'm single. I'm 35. I feel like I don't know who I am. And I was also in a season where I wasn't going out to bars. Like I wanted to dance, but like in my living room by myself in my pajamas, like I didn't want to be out. I didn't want to get on the dating apps. You know that I was able to find my person completely outside of the dating apps. So the whole single and thriving, I feel like that is a really small part of what being single actually looks like. For most of us, I think it's really hurtful being single. Maybe it's carried some rejection or some shame. And it could be a really like sad season for you. Maybe you're feeling really lonely. So I want to talk about the reality of being single. And I want you to just really release all these expectations on yourself that it has to look a certain way. You have to meet your partner right now. You have to get on the dating apps. Because when I did my season of single, first of all, I think it's very important that you recognize that relationships haven't worked out for you. And while the other person plays a huge role, like my ex, total loser. I'm just going to say it and name it. Like he really was. I'm not talking about my ex-husband. I'm talking about the guy I dated after my ex-husband. Terrible, horrible mistake on me. But when you're hurting and you don't want to deal with the stuff that's going on inside your head and inside your body, it's really easy to try and fix other people versus trying to fix yourself. And I realized that I had a life cycle of doing that in every single relationship, just in different ways. So as much as my ex was terribly abusive human, there was a lot that was my responsibility. I'm not responsible for his behavior, but I'm responsible for putting up with that. And I'm also responsible for getting myself into the situation when there were so many red flags, but I so badly wanted to be loved. And I know that everybody's situation isn't that exact scenario, right? But I think we all come from a place where we want to be loved and it hasn't worked out with other partners in the past for X, Y, and Z. And their behavior is not our responsibility, but the reason we got ourselves into those relationships is, and if we don't want to be single in 5, 10, 15 years, if we want to find our person in life and we want to feel love and happiness and contentment and safety and all of the things that we deserve as humans, we have to recognize the behaviors that are attracting the same people in our lives 
and how we shift them in order to get a different outcome. Because at the end of the day, if you do not know who you are outside of any relationship, you are never going to find yourself with someone else. And that is the reality of it. For me, I had gone from relationship to relationship and I had been married and like I had really never had a season of single. And some of you listening are like, but Katie, I have had my season of single. But have you had a season of single where your only sole focus is let me find my person? Where when you're bored, you get on the dating apps and start having conversations and your life is this like circle of ghosting and drama. And he said, she said, why didn't he love me? Like what happened? What went wrong? Constantly questioning yourself. When you're in a season of singlehood, I want you to be confident as heck in this season. And most of the time, what happens is we end up getting knocked down by a million different things and a million distractions. So what I want you to do is drown out the noise. If you can do anything, even if you're like, but Katie, timelines, I need to find my person. You will never find your person coming from a place of desperation or worrying about a timeline. If you can take a deep breath and pull back and say, how do I find who I am before I was told who I was meant to be, before I was told what guys think of me or what they like, or before my ex placed this in my head, before I felt like I had to look like this, like who are you as a human? How do we find them? And how do we show up as them every single day? How do we shift into a phase where it's like, you know what? I am going to do me relentlessly, authentically until I find somebody that helps me do me better. Keyword is better there because somebody can help you do you, but they're not always adding to your life. And I realized that I, I became so strong in this mindset that I loved myself so much. I was very hesitant to let anyone else in. Because I had never felt like this my entire life. And once I built up that confidence, once I found myself, once I focused on cultivating relationships and communities and depth with my friendships, once I dove into a little bit of healing and some therapy and why I did the things that I did in life, it felt like 20 million pounds lifted off me. And by the way, if you're single and you're not in therapy and you've never been in therapy and you're sort of bouncing around from relationship to relationship, girl, get yourself in therapy. It is the healthiest, most healing thing that you can do. And it's not a bad thing. (laughs) People think like, oh, she's in therapy. She must be really messed up. Yes, I was really messed up. But Also, therapy really, truly changed my life. And there are so many things that we've packed down for years without even realizing that are impacting the way that we're showing up, the way that we're treating our friends, our family, relationships, our insecurities that we don't even realize are happening. And once you can recognize, once you can shift those things and really go through a season where you find who you are, you're more resilient in a single of season, you're less likely to attract the wrong people and you're more likely to come into it with confidence versus desperation. Like when I met Max, previous to me doing all the healing and work, right? I had been saying, I'm going to meet a guy drinking coffee. I am not going on the dating apps, which I never, ever once did. I'm not going on the dating apps. I'm going to meet someone authentically. And I just kept saying it for months and months and months. You have to understand, I went through a season of 16 months of being single. 
not distracting myself, not going on a single date, finding who I am, that when I met Max, I was like, we talked for six months before we went on our first date. Old Katie, the second he gave me like attention or seemed interested, or maybe we had multiple conversations in a row, it would have been like, oh my gosh, does he like me? What's he thinking? And I probably would have come from that aspect and it would have really shown to him. But my mind wasn't even there. My mind was so focused on loving myself every single day and embracing myself and showing up as me and being authentic. And how do I create magic in my mundane? How do I create joy in my life today? That when we started having these conversations, they came from such a genuine place. It started with little highs and goodbyes and one minute coffees and two minute coffees. And I met him at the coffee machine downstairs in my apartment. Him and I talked for six months before our first date, and I ended up asking him on that date, which is wild. And if you want to hear our story, there is an episode for that if you scroll back into the episodes. But I, it was such a different scenario to explain because I wasn't desperate. I wasn't even thinking, is this my person? I was like, hey, this guy is so nice and how cool that we're making this connection every single morning. And I was so chill and so laid back that I literally feel like I manifested him and attracted him into my life because he is also coming out of a marriage, right? He wasn't interested in dating at all whatsoever. So any girl that would have come on really, really hard, like he wouldn't have been interested in at all because he was also coming from a place not of desperation, not of, I need to find my person because I just came out of a relationship and we're both 37. We were insanely chill about where we were at in our lives. And because of that, we were able to attract each other. And we also did the work. We were more concerned about doing the work than we were about finding our person. And if you're more concerned about finding your person than doing the work, you're way more likely to repeat the same cycles that you keep going through in your life. I want you to understand the importance of finding yourself before you find someone. And that doesn't mean years and years and years, right? That could mean, hey, you take a couple of months to pull back from dating to really focus on you. Because if I'm being honest, going into a season where I was dating Max, I didn't know how I was going to show up in that. I'm a new human now. I'm a completely different person. And part of me feels a little bit bad for my past partners, not bad for them, but that version of Katie was so insecure and was just people pleasing and only wanted to make them happy. And I was so unhappy internally. And now I'm going into a relationship where I'm so happy with myself and I'm able to show up better for my partner because of that. But also I'm finding myself while I'm dating him right? We went through a season of dating and I really highly recommend that. I think it's very quick on the dating apps to have the deep conversations or to get right into you. Well, do you want a marriage and do you want kids? And if those conversations would have happened, I there would have been a massive wall up. I would have shut down right away. So I think it's setting the right expectations for your partner too, of I really want to get to know you as a human. I don't want you to just be somebody that I've dated, or I don't want to just say, hey, I'm 
not single anymore. I'm taken and, you know, go on social media and you're in a relationship. We so badly want that for fulfillment, but that isn't going to give us the actual fulfillment. What's going to give us the fulfillment is really finding the balance between being independent and having a partnership, finding the balance between finding yourself while also, you know, seeking a partner, being able to be in a dating situation, but also be able to have self-reflection, being able to identify personal values and goals and understand that if that person doesn't meet your personal values and goals, which look, no one is ever going to be 100% perfect for us. There's always going to be ups and downs, although I do think Max is pretty perfect for me. (laughs) There will always be ups and downs and road bumps, and you will never fully align eye to eye. But when it comes to true values and goals, are you compromising those just to say you have a partner, just to say you're in a relationship? Because what you're going to do is you're going to get a year in and be like, holy shit, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. We don't align at all whatsoever. He's not my person. And now I feel even more behind. And in that situation, we're way more likely to just continue to repeat the same behaviors. So really take time to say, like, does this person align with my values and goals? Are they adding to my life or are they taking away? Can I be my most authentic self with them? Or do I feel like I need to be someone else, right? Like if you want to embrace singlehood, if you want to find yourself again while finding a partner, you have to tune inwards and you have to say what feels good and what doesn't feel good. We always joke about like, oh, I ignored all these red flags, but also why are we ignoring the red flags? You're ignoring the red flags because you're dating without intention. You are so disconnected from your body and you are in your mind and your head about these timelines that society has set and you need to squash those because the one thing that you deserve in your life is a happy, healthy, authentic life. You deserve to feel safe. You deserve to feel capable, all of these things. And if you're with somebody that is giving you the opposite, you are getting so far away from where you want to be in life. And also we only get one life right? We only get one life. Why are we trying to rush it to to find our person when the reality of it is, is that could be getting us further and further away from our actual person? Did it feel a little bit discouraging to be single at 35 and 36 again in my life? Yes, it did. But I also knew that the things I had done in my life leading up to that point weren't serving me at all. And I knew I needed to change in order to find my person. And if I would have stayed in Michigan and if I wouldn't have gone to therapy and I wouldn't have committed to a season of being single and doing me until I find somebody that helps me do me better, I would have never met Max. I would have never manifested him. I would have never attracted him. And I would never be with the person that I meant to be with in life. We all have that person. And we're also all that person for somebody else. So let's start doing things that bring that together instead of further away. Let's drop the expectations of what dating should be and realize that it can look like however we want it to look like. But we have to get out of our head and into our body and really, really intentional with it. 
because we deserve intentional dating. We deserve a season of soft, right? We deserve to be treated how we want to be treated. But that also means that you have to be doing the right things in order for that to happen, right? You create and lay the foundation for that. And if you're laying this like cracking foundation, if you're like bouncing around, having all these conversations, super emotional, feeling like you're constantly let down, feeling like you're coming from a place where you're desperate for a relationship, those things will never happen for you. So I want you to embrace singlehood. I want you to lean into a season of finding who you are, being really intentional with it. And then when you find your person or maybe potential person, you can keep finding yourself with them. But you're way more in tune with what your body needs and who you are and who you're meant to be. And the thing is, is your happiness, like true happiness deep down overflows into every aspect of your life. And the most amazing thing about this is that when I did the deeper work, when I was single, it didn't just impact finding my person and my relationship with Max. It impacted my entire life. It was a domino effect, having better relationships with my family, with my sister. All of a sudden, I had friends in my life where I didn't even know these friends existed in the world. I had this like amazing depth of connection with people that I was never able to have before because I was so in my head about so many other things. And there was a lot that I was packing down my entire life. So know that doing the work isn't just to find your partner. It's to find you and to find a happier, healthier life for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you thought about it. As always, let me know you're listening. Take a screenshot on social media so I can shout you out. Make sure you tag me in it. And I will see you next week for part two of the single series. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.